back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And uh, we're getting a bit festive, a bit wintry. It We've got a on. It is getting a bit wintry. It's got some good rainy and cold outside. Good hot, spicy wine. Yeah, it's good. And uh, we're going to uh, meet a new friend first thing this week. Oh, it's we have be... no idea who this is. No, I'm, in my head I'm thinking it's a worm, like a bookworm. So the new character in this first episode is Willoughby. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Like that, we've no. got a worm, but he's, he's called Bookworm. He is called Bookworm, and like you know, he's. It would seem odd if they brought in another Bookworm no. character. Yeah, because they've already got one they can make something of. Yeah, we quite like Bookworm. I like, I like him. He's a bit weird, but I like him. Well, there's only one way to find out, and that's, that's to watch a Fox and Hounds. Yeah, uh, from December seventh, nineteen forty. Let's do that then. Let's find out who Willoughby is. Willoughby. Okay, so Willoughby is a uh, like a, a fox hunting hound. Yeah, yeah, he's big, big old dog. Pretty dumb though. Pretty dumb. We've also got George the fox. Yeah, who is wily. He's wily. He's in in many ways like a a, a kindred spirit of bugs. Yes. Oh, definitely. He, he very much plays that character in this. Yeah. Is he's so similar? Like even the voice is just like that's just bugs, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, we thought this was in uh, the UK at the start. Yeah. Yeah. The kind of uh, with with the fox hunters. Um, yeah, and like the, the 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 yeah the red coat sort of yeah. fox hunters, uh, they're also like very human looking humans. They weren't like very tunes. Yeah, it was more like that terrifying episode with uh, Uncle Sam. Yeah, that was creepy. Uh, but yeah, when they started talking, definitely sort of American twinge. Yeah, but there's definitely somewhere where these fox hunts. Well, these fox hunts are going on. But uh, more importantly, that the, there's not like a tune society. They 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 act they act like animals yeah. and 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 work yeah, under it, humans. It's very much a society that we know. Yeah, so that's interesting. So uh, I mean, we don't think it's England, but maybe Canada. Yeah, I also quite like the idea of New, <laughs> New England. And it's yeah. just the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's 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 an insight into uh, like a certain certainly a different level of society because I don't. Yeah, it, it was very different because I mean the thing is, is like Willoughby was sentient, so yeah, because he was talking. You know, he was, you know, no animals in this had clothes. No, apart from the dog costume. Yeah, but that's I don't think that counts. No, no, no. I mean that's somebody probably you know bought from Acme mail order catalog or something like that. Um, but yeah, because the thing is, is Willoughby was living with the other hounds. Yeah. And they, uh, and as far as we know, we didn't see any of them acting sentient. So he was just in and about them. But they were gone, like, straight yeah. away. Yeah. They Off. all bolted. Willoughby's a bit slow. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he can't run properly. No, he definitely can't. It was hilarious. His, his two runs that he did, neither were that effective. <laughs> There's like, one he, where like he pushes back with his front two uh, feet, and then his rear two are like up and over his head. Yeah, the, the, the only thing I can put it to is like the uh, free-running parkour move, the gorilla. Yeah. Like, that... That style. Of... So he did that, and then there's one way he just pushes with all four feet. Yeah, the once. classic deer run. The deer run. Yeah. So, so, so in the, in the tomb world, when you see deers or um, you know run, they run kind of like gazelles. Yes. Run. But like neither neither looked right on a on a dog. No. No. Like a... But yeah, so he, he he meets George the fox, and he asks him where he can find the fox. Yeah. And George sends him up to the tree stump. Turn right. Over a rail fence, and, and he's uh, just on the other side. You can't side. miss him. And uh, there's a cliff no, on the other immediately, side. Yeah, and that happens what five times? Um, it happens well once as a fox, twice as the dog. Yeah, he did, and he then once as the, the fox dog. at the end. Okay, so four times he he sends poor Willoughby off a cliff. Yeah, uh, and that's really what happens in the episode. That's yeah, that is the uh, well that and there was the bear attack, which is why bear. he ends up liking the fox but I still don't think he knows that that's the fox no I like I didn't get the impression that they'd sort of made up I just got the impression that I mean like George was living with Willoughby in his kennel at the end though yeah but I just don't think Willoughby knows it's a fox well no that was it because like they all went out on a fox hunt in the end Willoughby gets up late again pulls George out and says George where have they gone yeah this time he didn't ask where the fox was but he did ask where they're going because he wants to. He wants to grow. He, he enjoys it. He, he enjoys the the barbaric blood sport that it is. He really seems to, you know, just like spend time with his chums. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, George does send him over the rail fence again. But this time, George learned, and he put mattresses at the bottom. George, yeah, I where mean, he, where have you learned? I think. I think if you're going to learn the lesson from this my solution wouldn't be put mattresses at the bottom of the cliff my solution would be don't jump off the cliff ah yeah but I mean the, the falling wasn't the problem it was the sudden stop at the bottom well, so as, he's, as he's, he's solved the he solved the sudden stop at the bottom problem maybe he enjoyed the falling maybe but yeah like by and large I think the more interesting thing to take from this is it's another pocket of Toon Society yeah because we basically like we're really happy that in the city it's animal tunes. Not a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and then it, uh, there's the demarcation line, and we know we knew that in was it Wyoming? Yeah. It was definitely like humans just doing yeah. their thing, uh, human tunes. Um, then we've got this, which we're pegging as either Canada or New England. Yeah, I think so because because like there was a bear there, and it all seemed slightly Canada. I'm erring on the side of because like. If the it, history's any yeah. similar to ours, then it like, makes more get sense. more of the sort of British, no, direct British influence. Yeah. Um, but you, yeah, you've got there where you've got not toon-like humans, like quite human humans, human humans, yeah. uh, and toons living uh, beneath them. We weren't sure if the demarcation uh, between toons and. Uh, Look, animal tunes and human tunes in unnamed near unnamed city, yeah. which we presumed was New York. Uh, it it looks like, yeah. 
um, was lifted or if we were seeing somewhere else when we've seen humans in tunes. Yeah, so. possibly. I mean, I'd, I'd be inclined to think that it is more um, to do with that, you know, during wartime, that, that sort of, uh, you know, line that they've drawn just seems slightly more popular. Now that they've got a bigger enemy yeah. to worry about, that little difference... Possibly. Seems kind of pointless. So that, that those barriers aren't necessarily breaking down on a governmental level, but maybe a society level that they, yeah. you know, people are just starting to go, ah, oh, like we're all just neighbours, can't we? Can't we all just get along? And eventually, the government will follow suit. But we also know that, so like in you ought to be in pictures or whatever it was called, yeah, uh, like they're very open about the tunes' relationship with our world on yeah. their side of the barrier. But that was all set around the Warner Brothers studio, which is presumably in California. I think so. Oh, well, I, I, I guess it probably is. So, like, that's another pocket that we've seen. So we've actually, mm. like, if you, we, we, like, we're starting to build like a pretty decent political map. Yeah. Uh, of the United States, at least. Yeah. And 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 the various pockets of of toon life that go on there and the various relationships between those things yeah because we know also that like there was a definite frontier somewhere oh definitely like you know it, it is there's varying um varying technology levels as well yeah absolutely. like it's it so is, it's been it's, like that for quite a while I yeah it, it is real interesting we need a map yeah i think we should do it we'll, we'll, we'll start doing a map we should get a map yeah then we'll start Get some highlighters. <laughs> yeah, yeah get map. some pins. Yeah. Some we'll string. Get, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, pin board. Really start building this situation up. No, I think it's a good plan. Uh, but not right now. No, no. Right, right. now, we're going to watch... I don't even know what that word is. The Timid Toreador? Yeah. Toreador? Toreador? I don't know what that is. Toreador. T-O-R-E-A-D-O-R. That's a word I don't know. I'm sure we'll find oh, out what yeah. it is. It's a porky number from December 21st, 1940. Watch along. Watch along! Alright, I'm watching! Well, I'm not. I will. I just want hot tamales now. Yeah, I don't. I'm alright. I don't have any to feel, though. I could maybe do some more mulled wine. It's not really the same. I mean, it's hot. It's hot. But, okay, so here's the deal. Here's the sitch. Do it. Porky. He's in Mexico. He's selling hot tamales. Okay. There's a bullfight going on. There is. Bullfighting seems to be more of a sport, like, as in, like, the Bulls family are there yep. as well. Friends and family are there. It, it It's less of a, a blood sport and more of a, just a... A match that has been put yeah, up. you know, an actual sport. Yes, yeah. So everyone seems to have agreed to this. Yeah, doesn't seem as brutal. Um, yeah, the bulls given all the toreadors, uh, which I found out is uh, until they killed the bull, they're not a matador. But that makes sense with it being an organised fight because yeah. you know in boxer matches you don't often see one of them go right. You're not joked. Now I'm stabbing you it's, to death. It's frowned upon. If you, uh, if, yeah. if uh, like, you know, you knock someone out. Then stab them. And then you 
you know, stick a saber through their heart. Yeah. Uh, but that's probably why it's a Toreador rather than, yeah. you know, the matter. But yeah, he's giving them all a run for their money. Mm. Uh, and Porky wanders in with his hot tamales. Like a fool. Like a fool. Uh, but the bull just enjoys the hot tamales and then... Trashes the town. Trashes the town. Yeah, because it's too hot. Well, I mean, he mainly just smashes out of the sort of stadium. Yeah. That's what everyone there sees. And then everyone's really happy with Porky. Yeah. For some reason. But what they didn't see was he went through like three houses. Yeah, he's really leveled a lot of the town. So that's the gist of the episode. Yeah. Now, here's what I'm thinking. This isn't Porky the Third or Porky the 303rd or whatever it is. It's not the Porky we know. I'm thinking this is potentially who we've deemed to be Porky the Fourth. And I'm thinking he wasn't killed. He's, he's, he's on he's, the lamb in Mexico. He's on the lamb, but he's pretending to be Porky because he's still doing the stutter. He's pretending to be Porky to make a living in he's, this town. He's this, piggybacking the celebrity. Literally. Yeah. That's, literally. That's good. That's, and good that's why I think the portal's opened on him because he's still hamming it up. He's still hamming it up. This has been very pun heavy. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm pleased with us. I'm pleased with us. Yeah, well done. Uh, so, do you reckon the portal opened on him through some sort of cosmic confusion? Yeah, I, d- I don't think it this recognizes is... him as Porky. Yeah, I don't think that this is the agency. Do you think um, that's going to be Porky the Fourth's downfall then? He's trying to lay low, but he's also trying to piggyback the celebrity of his former, yeah, former job. And now that the portal's open, I was going to draw some some attention, un- un- unwanted attention on him. Um, yeah, I, like, you know, he's obviously he's going to be selling bootleg stuff, isn't he? He's going to be trying to merchandise him, yeah. merchandise him. <laughs> Where the real money from the movie is made. Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. That's about because uh, it I'm makes le- it that. makes less sense that Porky the Third has went to Mexico. He has no real reason to. He, he's, he's, yeah. he's doing the farm bit. That's going and reasonably well. And we haven't really well. seen Mexico at all up till now. No. Like, no, no, not It's at just all. like... Yeah, that's a really interesting notion. I do... And I'm they very were, on board with the idea that... They were toon humans as well. Or toon, like, toon humans. Yeah. But the, I'm very on board with the idea that whatever governs the portal, whatever mm. sort of sentience governs where the portal's going to open, isn't... Uh, omniscient it's like it, it makes mistakes oh, yeah, with it from now and again obviously so yeah that's that's real that's that's real interesting yeah. well, I wonder if we'll see see any more maybe maybe, maybe later on yeah with, with uh, when Speedy Gonzalez enters the picture ah oh, that is true yeah because you know that's very very Mexico based but that's a, that's a way off yeah. oh yeah we've got a long time till that happens uh, what else? What else happened in that episode? What, what else was there to? Cause there wasn't a huge amount. There wasn't. I mean, like the the bull used chalk on his uh, horns and said "screwball" in the left hand corner because there was a guy on a horse taking the piss out of the bull because the bull hit the wall when yeah. the Toreador jumped behind it. I think uh, the bullfighting might be more akin to like um, WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, there was definite like character. It was it was all very um, character portrayal sort of stuff. Like yeah. you know, making a big scene of certain things. Like yeah, it, it props. It, yeah, it it did feel like they'd really 
you know. And it being Mexico, that would kind of make sense because they like they like wrestling. They Mexico. do. They do. None of them had masks on, but maybe no. that comes. But they different just sport, they're different things. Yeah. yeah. Try putting a mask, putting a mask on a bull. Doesn't like it. Yeah, I know. But I mean, you know, he's sentient. He, he could just say, "We need you to wear this now. It is your job." So. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'm I'm hoping to see more of Mexico. Yeah. No. Yeah. So am I. Uh, oh, one thing I did want to uh, address, because at the very end, mm. and it's not the first time it's happened, Porky just sort of morphed into yeah, uh, Oliver Hardy. He did. And it's not the first time that's happened. Well, it, was, it, was, when, it was when the hat landed on him. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, if we're running under the fact that this is a different Porky, it might be the first time this has happened to that Porky. So the hat landed on him. And maybe it was a like a knee jerk reaction to the hat, to the hat, and not necessarily a conscious reaction to the hat. Possibly, but yeah, as I say, it's not the first time we've seen Porky just for a moment. Again, potentially different Porky though. Assume, assume the uh, guys of somebody else. Yeah. Oliver, no, of Oliver Hardy yeah. specifically. And like when it happened once, it's like yeah, sure, that's just, that was weird. Yeah. It's becoming a bit of a thing. If it happens again, I think we're going to have to. Yeah, we're going to have to raise really an issue into it. Raise a ticket. Raise a ticket with the agency. <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? Shall we catch up with Little Blabbermouse? Let's let's do that. So yeah, in fact, we've only had one Little Blabbermouse episode before. Uh, this one sounds like it's going to be set in the same place. Cause it's called Shop Look and Listen, and he was in a shop. But he was like his whole society seemed to be in a shop before. So we'll see how it goes. This is the last one from 1940 as well. It is. On the set, it was the same day as uh, a Timid Toreador as well. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So uh, let's see what we've got uh, in Shop, Look and Listen from December 21st, 1940. Okay, so Little Blabber Mouse is on another tour of another shop. With the same tour guide. Same tour guide. Yeah. Now, interestingly, previously, I was under the impression that they lived in the shop. Yeah. Uh, but now, it sounds like mice get more out and about than I thought. Because he's like, he's because A, they're in a different shop now doing a tour. Yeah. And B, he's like, oh, you've been on all the usual tours, like Yellowstone and things like that. So like, they get out and about. Yeah. But he's taking them on another weird an- shop tour. An- another shop tour, and he's obviously set this. He spends a lot of time setting it up because he's, you know, he's got his little he's cart his... thing that yeah. goes along on the monorail yeah. string, and yeah. you know, he knows where all the buttons are and stuff like that. That's that's a lot of setup. Yeah, like he's a professional. Yeah, and uh, we think little Blabbermouse wants his job. Yeah, so I mean, I was thinking, oh, maybe he's an apprentice, but. That guy even no, he really like doesn't like Blabbermouse at all. No, he's always like, I mean, he just wants him to shut up all the time, which is fair enough. But like, sometimes in both episodes, he's gone to lengths, yeah, probably beyond what you should be doing with somebody else's child on a yeah. on a tour. Because we haven't seen Blabbermouse's dad, but apparently he's a cop and he's not scared of anybody because he's a cop. Yeah, but then you know. That, that 
Sounds like horse shit to me. It does. But I haven't known Blavimouse to lie yet. No, Talks but a lot. We, we, we haven't got like much confirmation one way or the other. No. No, he does just seem to kind of talk a lot and maybe that's just one of the things he says a lot. Is that his dad's a policeman? Dad's a policeman. He's not scared of anybody. He's going to come and yeah. Yeah. sort him out. But yeah, so, so so the guy basically, he's going past the gift wrapping machine. Well, first of all, he's going past the ribbon machine. And yeah. You press the button for the colour that you want the ribbon machine to cut and it will cut you the amount of ribbon you want. It yeah. doesn't, you, you can't input how much you want. It just, but it somehow it just knows. knows. It just knows. Um, and then that there's a lot of robots in this shop we should say that like, yeah there is a lot of robots like yeah, the automatic much... poker dealing machine and stuff like that um, which will apparently automatically play cheat and shoot a cheater for you which is quite good um, but the the bit that I found interesting about the ribbon machine is that it passes it on to the wrapping thing and then it takes the five foot of pink ribbon puts it in a box gift wraps it and then round the wrapping paper it ties more pink ribbon. Yeah, I didn't really... I mean, is has five yards of ribbon ever been a gift? A, a gift? No, it's the sort of thing you would use as wrappings for gifts. Yeah. I don't know, it seems strange, but... It just seems odd that they're wrapping it in the thing that you're giving as a gift. It gets wrapped in pink yeah, ribbon. It's like giving someone a tube of wrapping paper for Christmas. Yeah. Or like, like giving somebody five yards of pink ribbon and wrapping it in paper and wrapping it up with pink ribbon. Because there you go, oh, there's five yards of pink ribbon. And, and as long thing. as you didn't cut that ribbon, there's six yards of pink <laughs> ribbon. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, it, it, that, that seems odd. But I mean, that was that was kind of... That's probably why this business is going down the pan. Because that was that, that was actually why they're in the shopping centre. That's why we're looking at the shopping centre. Because the shopping centre was closing down. Yeah. It was the closing down sale. Gimlet, Everything Gimlet, must go. Including Gimlet. Because it was Gimlet's store, closing down sale. Everything must go, including Gimlet. Yeah. And, I mean, everything hadn't gone. No, but I'm, that's why they were in the middle of the closing down sale. I don't think it had closed down at that point. Oh, right. Okay. It was just shut for the night. Okay. But that's probably why it's going to go, because if they're selling five yards of pink ribbon and then you're going to gift wrap it with pink ribbon all over it, that's a bad business model. Yeah, that's a fair point. And, like, those... And it's all robots that do everything, everything. In, and often do the enjoying the gift part for you as well. Yeah. So, like, very sort of uh, closed system. Yeah, but what this does tell us is that well, I'm I'm fairly confident that Blabbermouse is now America. It's now in the yes, American yes. Uh, so it's so we're not we're, we haven't. We've got two sniffles as Europeans. Yeah, Blabbermouse is definitely the American S. Yeah. But not much to go on there. Not massively. So I think we should uh, skip into the next year. Um, but before we do that, we need to go and check the Porky Piggy Bank. We have to go check the Porky Piggy Bank. And I think it's probably going to be empty because we checked it, well, not long ago. Let's go look. Let's go have a little look. Give it a shake. Okay, so this is the part of the show where we... uh, 
We ask you for a little bit of help, basically. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shake the old the old pot at you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we make the show for free. We're gonna continue making it for free, uh, but uh, it does cost us money to keep it up uh, yeah. on the on the interweb net. Uh, we are part of a uh, podcast network called Kaiju FM with a couple of other shows, um, and uh, basically we've set up a Patreon page uh, to to garner some support financially. Yeah, um, it, it's just to help fund the actual keeping this you know kaiju going, really, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so if you enjoy the show, uh, please head over to kaiju.fm and click support us and have a look at uh, the Patreon page and please consider donating... Uh, a little bit um, you know even even a tiny donation yeah. is very helpful and, and much appreciated uh, I mean even if it's a, a dollar a month like you're, get, you're getting it's surprising how much help that actually brings like it, doesn't, it doesn't I mean it is a lot of money but it doesn't seem like a lot of money to a lot of people and to us it can really kind of help us out. Make the difference. So, uh, yeah, we, there's a few things we like to, a few places we'd like to take the podcast network if, we, if we've if we got the support as well. Like we'd like to start doing a YouTube channel. There's, uh, we want to start a... Like a D&D. Yeah, and D&D series yeah. With, um, with the hosts of the other shows on Kaiju FM. There's a couple fun. more shows launching in the new year on Kaiju as well. Um, and... Uh, yeah, every little bit helps towards us being able to do those things. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, the show will stay free. Uh, if you can't donate or don't want to, that's that's fine. Yeah, don't worry uh, about it. Yeah, thanks for listening anyway. But what, what would what does help though is uh, people, you know, liking us, rating us on things like iTunes and you know various other places you can rate us. Yeah, especially on iTunes, just uh, just uh, leaving a review or a yeah. rating uh, just really helps the. The visibility of the the more the people podcast. that know, the more people will end up knowing, and that's good. Exactly. It's uh, and and we're still in reasonably early stages of this. We are of this uh, little adventure, and that's when it's long time to uh, yeah. That's when it's like really important to keep that visibility up. So yeah, if you enjoy the show, uh, please consider donating or uh, leave us a review. Spread the word on, on iTunes because. Uh, it helps us out in a big way. Spread the word. Spread the word. Thanks for listening. Cheers. I believe that role-playing games are art. Specifically, role-playing games are theatre. Which means theatre artists are natural role-players. What sort of hat am I wearing? It's <laughs> <laughs> the important detail. <laughs> is, it, is it like a tricorn hat? Yeah, He has sure. got into full theatre mode now. <laughs> right, this okay. is amazing. So... They want to be entertained. I'm going to give them a shot <laughs> with my iron and my tricorn hat. Life's a game. The world's our stage. And we're Merely Role Players. Merely Role Players, a podcast where dramatic people play role-playing games. Hosted by me, MJ Starling, in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Find us at merelyroleplayers.podbean.com or search your usual podcast app for Merely Role Players. Okay, so back to the important stuff. Mm, yeah. Uh, 
It is now 1941. It is. It um, is 1941. Uh, January 4th is where we're going to be entering. But Now, there wasn't really a straight-up Christmas episode in 1940. No. But something was due to happen that Christmas, wasn't it, Cal? Yes, it was. Um, it was basically... Porky was due to be sawn open. <laughs> by a cat. <laughs> by, by a, a cat. cat. Yeah. So I don't know if... Who was living with it. But he was, because, for it. that reason, yeah. So, like, what what I remember of it is Porky was in hospital because uh, he'd eaten a whole birthday cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, candles candles and all, yeah. And they were still on. Yeah. According to the x-ray machine. The cat, who was a patient... Um, in an experimental hospital. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the cat got out of his bed, diagnosed Porky, and went, right, we have to operate, and was going to operate. The big chase, Porky ran to his house and was lying in his bed, and the cat burst in, and you're like, oh, Porky, why aren't you running away, mate? You've spent this whole time running away. Get running, the cat's here. Cat rips the blanket off, Porky doesn't move. I'm thinking, fake Porky, not a fake Porky, who knows? The cat lifts up Porky's nightshirt to see a sticker. Do not open till Christmas. Now we've had Christmas. Because the cat lay in bed next to him and went, It's alright, I'll wait. <laughs> so the cat waited. So we assume. We're worried about our sweet soft pink boy at this stage. Well, I haven't we... seen him. I mean, last time we saw him was the 21st. Yeah. But and... we don't even think that that was the same one. Yeah, we think that was Porky the 4th. Porky the Fourth. Quotation marks. So, yeah, I, I'm i somewhat concerned because... Well, he's not in this episode. He's not next. He's not next. And I haven't seen the cat. I haven't seen Porky for a little while. We're worried. Is he so an open? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm hoping we'll find out in due course. Yeah. But first up, we're going to watch Elmer's Pet Rabbit. We are. Uh, it's a classic Bugs and Elmer <sighs> affair. Bugs and Elmer. Uh, from January the 4th, 1941. I, I'm going to try my best to enjoy this. <laughs> I'm concerned. I'm, I'm also concerned. Let's Stay see. safe, Porky. Uh... Stay safe. He's got a head cold. Yeah, because um, his, his he voice was act, isn't. He was acting like bugs. Yeah, looked uh, like bugs. Act like bugs. Yellow gloves though. Yellow gloves. Don't know what that's about. I mean, maybe he's weird, just got weird deep voice. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe he's just got a selection of gloves. And he hasn't settled just... yet. He hasn't settled on the one. No, because the, the, the thing is, is like we have seen, we saw Happy Rabbit with yellow gloves. Yeah, that's. Yeah, because I, but, I mean, I think I, that might be the problem I'm having because I yeah, identify Happy Rabbit. With like yellow gloves. Well, they're going to be, you know, Elmer wears different clothes. Porky wears different clothes. Bugs is allowed different coloured gloves. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think it's just because of, like, uh, it just, it's something iconic about Bugs. Yes, yeah. Uh, and eventually I think he will settle on that. But his voice, the only thing I can put that down to is it's January and, you know, he's got himself a bit of a head cold sleeping outside because he does. He just sleeps outside. He lives in a hole. That's a very yeah. nice hole, but he sleeps in a hole. And... He's gone into a pet shop because he's thinking, oh, a bit of free room and board here. You know, yeah. going to get 
Gonna get some he wasn't stuff. expecting to be picked up. Wasn't expecting to be picked up by Elmer, who, when walking along the street, has a cheeky look in a lingerie stall. Yeah. He spent a good looking time at that. Oh. And then he gets carted off, and Elmer builds him a house, well, a hutch, outside in the garden. And Bugs is like, well, no, I need to be inside. I've got, got a bad cold here. So, you know, he immediately breaks into the house and lives in it. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise it was like, it was mostly the way you'd expect Bugs and Elmer to be. Yeah. Like, you know, it, Elmer's getting annoyed with Bugs being about. Bugs, uh, you know, plays on Elmer's uh, like soft side. Yeah, pretends to be dead at some point. Yeah, which is... Has, has become like his signature move pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pretend to be dead. Elmer's going to feel all bad. I'm going to get up um, and take the piss again. Yeah. Uh, so Elmer's got quite a nice house. He's he's got electricity now. He's learned his lesson. He's learned his lesson because he was sweltering in that coat. He was, and he couldn't and get it off because he had to hold a candle. And so the, it, the candle was then annoying for him. Yeah. Couldn't turn it out, whereas a light click. And he wrecked his last house with that axe. And he smashed up real good. And now he's in a new house. Looks a lot nicer. Oh, uh, yeah, he's wrecked that up as well, though. Well, yeah, but I mean only kind of the fixtures, fixtures and fittings. Yeah. The actual house itself's pretty good. It's intact. Yeah, because it, it, it just... There are a lot of doors off. Like... Yeah, but I mean, he didn't go at his house with an axe to try and put a candle out. So... So know. he's learning slowly. Yeah, he's getting there. But, but he's very quick to anger, though. Yeah, he's he's got a real short fuse. Mm. Uh, there wasn't a lot really happened. No, I mean, I've, I mean, Bugs is still there in his house at the end. Yeah, well, yeah he's still definitely. So I'm wondering bed. if we're going to see like a, a sort of buddy movie sort of period. Well, they're gonna like they're gonna live together, like the old couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly like the old couple. <laughs> okay, interesting. I, like, we'll see what happens, man. Know. That didn't tell me very much. No. Because it, it was too standard of a setting. Like, yeah. it was just there in a house. Like It it, it was nice to see Bugs again, because we haven't actually seen a lot of them since he first appeared. Because um, we were looking down the list, it's a long time before Bugs crosses over yeah. with... Like, 1942. Yeah. Maybe 43. Yeah, might, yeah. Yeah, because so, I remember scrolling, scrolling quite far down. So, you know, I actually think, although Bugs episodes are going to be uh, enjoyable, I don't think they're going to give us a tremendous amount of insight for a while. No, no, I don't think so. I think a lot of the questions that Bugs Bunny would raise, we've already answered. But the one thing that uh, is of note in this episode, and all of them thus far, um, is that this is the first time we've seen Bugs in the city at all. Yeah. And he's not... He doesn't seem to be trying to be part of that society. No, he, no, he, no, he doesn't he's seem to be. He's very much content being considered an animal. Yeah. And living in this hole. Yeah. But now, but again, now, like, now that he's a bit ill, he's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to it's warm. But he, found, finds it, but he does find it demeaning to be a pet. Oh, yeah. yeah so well, he's happy to be an animal he, Yeah, he than, wants to be a wild animal. Yeah, a wild animal. doesn't want to be a pet to anybody. But, yeah, it's interesting it's because, like, it's, yeah, again, it's another su- sort of subsect of, um, like, toon society. Like, you know, we've got the the dogs that are happy living as pets. Yeah. And we've got 
you know, people uh, like toon animals, like uh, living in the city. Yeah. And we've also now got, you know, a crossover. He's in the city, but he doesn't want to be a pet. Wants to live as a wild animal. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's occupying another niche. There. So he did seem to enjoy the home comforts of Alma's house. It seems like the shower, the bed. He seems quite keen on. But then again, I assume he had those things in his home. Yeah, but I also think like he was enjoying those things in Alma's house. But I think if he had to uh, adapt to living in the the tomb society to have those things, yeah, I don't think no. I think he'd choose not to. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that as well. No, that's good. Now the next one's a Porky episode. It is. Now it's called Porky's Snooze Reel, and I'm wondering if that cat's just been filming him while he's asleep. Oh god. <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be dream sequences. I think it's going to be Porky's dream sequence. So you don't even think now we've, we've we're catching up with Porky? You don't well, no, think, I, 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 you don't I, think you're going to find out? No, I think we're going to. I think it's going to open up Porky sleeping or going to bed or sawn open. Oh god, yeah. So so maybe he's still under the anaesthetic. Yeah. And the the cat is still going am you know, a good few days later. Did he go under an anaesthetic at any point in that episode? No. Mm. I was just wondering like how much of it really happened. Oh, that's a good point. We have seen a porky dream sequence thing before though. Yeah, that was weird. Was weird, so maybe this one's gonna be as weird. Well, let's see. Alright. Porky's snooze reel. January eleventh, nineteen forty one. Let's do it. So Porky's snooze reel was a, a pun on the news reel. Yeah, he wasn't just asleep. The news at the start of features was, you know, the boring bit. Yeah. And then you got to watch your film. Uh, so we haven't really got a solid answer on whether it was cut open by that cat. No, I mean, at first like I thought, oh, maybe he has been because we only saw the top half of him. And him. he was he covering was himself up. Yeah. yeah. And he was walking with a sort of limp as well at one point. So yeah, maybe I reckon the cat had a go. Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon Porky let him stick around for a while, thinking he's not going to. Of course he's not. He's, he's going to learn to like me, and yeah. then I mean, he's, he's never going to saw me open. I reckon the cat had a go. I reckon, but, I, go. but Porky seems okay. He seems fine about it. Uh, so, like, there was a lot of like little news snippet, snippets. It's the first one we've really seen acknowledging that there's a war on. Yeah, because I mean they didn't didn't directly say, "Oh, this is for the war effort," but there was a bit about um, a tank trap. Yeah, um, and then there was like the planes like and the sea mine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they, they were definitely doing a bit about war, and they were very up on telling you to pay your taxes as well. Yes, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't try and sell us some war bonds. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's coming. Ah, uh, it probably will be. Uh, but we learned a few things, uh, mainly about. Certain creatures that exist. Yeah. Bird dogs are a thing. Bird dogs, they're a thing. It's basically a dog, but it can, it can fly. fly. flaps about. It doesn't have wings. It just flaps its flaps regular its... dog arms. Yeah. Uh, jellyfish. Uh, we see a jellyfish got get blown up by a, by a mine. Mine, that would be. And uh, like, it, it bursts into like Multiple six jars. different flavours of jelly. Yeah. So I think the reason jellyfish are white in this world is that you've got like a, the rainbow of different flavoured jelly yeah and they're just a mixture of all of them or that that's where they get the jelly from 
Yeah, but I think uh, yeah. So if you just smoosh a jellyfish, I yeah. mean, the jelly will all separate into useful flavors. I think. Okay. I wonder what a jellyfish tastes like. I wonder if it tastes like a mix of all those flavors. I reckon it tastes like mixed jelly, like uh, umbongo, okay. or, or or like lilt. Yeah. A sort of a, a mixed fruit. Yeah. I mean, obviously, by by jelly, we also mean jam, because this is an American jelly. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's the thing, I didn't isn't think it? About that. Like they are jam. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Oh, in that case, I don't know, maybe more like a Vimto. <laughs> that's changed it completely. <laughs> I don't even at all. Don't be ridiculous. It's clearly a Vimto. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know. That seems... No, no, yeah, fair enough. I'm in. I'm in. That seems fine. Uh, what, what was the other animal we saw? There was another new animal. Oh, there was. It's gone. Fuck. Bird dogs. All flavour jellyfish. Yeah. There was another one. Ah, super mice. That's it, yeah, because we talked about the tank bit. Yeah, so the so the tank trap was a super mouse trap. It's just a giant mouse and, trap. And it's a super, super mouse trap, trap. Inside, which means that it wasn't... Because ta- if, was, if they developed it to, to be a tank trap, they'd have said tank trap written on the side. Because it's too big to be useful for regular mice. Yeah. Well, so it's not like a that. super mouse trap; it's a super mouse yeah. trap. So there are giant mice somewhere. Well, elephants. Yeah, I guess so. Are they super mice. <laughs> I mean, have they, they said are ele- big have, mice? Have they said elephant at any point? Elephant must have been said. Must have been. I can't name a specific episode where it's been said, but I think it would be very odd if they hadn't said the word elephant. But there again, just because they're known as elephants doesn't mean that they're not also known as super mice. Yeah. Maybe only certain places sort of know that that's the case. Yeah. And elephant trap. That just sounds ridiculous to write on the side of a giant mouse trap. Yeah. So super mice. Yeah. Super mouse trap. Or, may, or may, maybe, Plus, so maybe super mouse is the brand. Maybe. So, but like, it, it it's a nice confirmation of our elephants and mice yeah. theory. Yeah. It does seem kind of odd that they're still treating... Elephants, as if they're vermin, enough that you require a trap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, it's a bit odd. But that is the stance they clearly taken. Yeah. Does that mean that there is such thing as mice guns? Is it like a derringer? Yeah, because you get an elephant gun. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe that's what the bird used to commit suicide with. Maybe. Maybe. A mouse gun. But yeah, apart from that, like I don't know, it was, it was just an odd load of little snippets. Yeah, it did just feel like it was just another ham together episode um, of oh, we haven't really got a lot going on. But it's it's interesting to see the war creep in more certainly. Yeah, because um, it's only just the start of nineteen forty one, and I thought it was a chance that like it was going to be quite late before we started seeing that creep in. Yeah, I, I I kind of wasn't expecting it till the back end of forty one, early forty two is where I was expecting to see kind of the yeah, big forty two like, like like the big bits of war and that if this keeps happening at the rate it is, then I think that's probably going to be pretty spot on. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be an interesting uh, few years of cartoons and in some places just kind of grim. Yeah, so I'm thinking the next I don't know five six episodes of ours are going to be yeah. Quite interesting. Well, yeah, only time will tell. Only time will tell. Well, I mean, I'm assuming that the ones we've done so far have been interesting. 
<laughs> I'll find them interesting. If they're still listening to this one, then they must have thought they were at least okay. Unless they started on the two universal glossary from number 10, and this, there are only 10 episodes in now. Maybe. We're 20 episodes in. Where? Yeah, yeah, we Imagine, are. That, but, uh, we haven't really I know. We, we, touched on yeah. This is the 20th episode. This is the 20th and, and Oh, that's, that's quite good. It's pretty good. There's TV series that haven't gone on this long. Yeah. And good ones. Yeah. Firefly got 12 episodes and a film. So yeah. we should have made. We should make a film. We haven't been taken off the air yet. Oh, but there yeah. again, you know, we don't have a, a big company telling us what to do. That's true. It's just us. Yeah. And for some reason, we still do it. <laughs> so if we if we pull ourselves off the air, we can then do a f- film if the fans campaign enough. Yeah, I guess so. Six seasons in a movie. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we'll catch you all next week. We'll see if the war has uh, yeah, crept any... further into the Tooniverse. Um, we'll find out if Porky's been cut open. I can already see we've got some more Sniffles. We've got some more Willoughby yeah. coming in. I don't want to scroll down anymore. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, join us next week. Yeah, we'll uh, see you then. Oh, there'll be a Tooniversal Glossary on Friday. Yes, yeah, there will. Uh, which is our sort of recap. We do a little mini recap episode. Yeah, we'll do a little catch-up. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good place. They're good places for um, people new to listeners join. to sort of start, brush up, so they don't have to, you know, have to do the daunting task of listening to all 20, 20 episodes. episodes. You should. Yeah, yeah, you definitely should. I mean, there's there's maybe one or two episodes where we don't, you know, have big revelations, but they are entertaining in their own little way. And if they're not entertaining, you can let us know because you know we've got a Twitter thing, yeah. we've got we've got a Facebook thing. So it's uh, at TSJ Community on Twitter. That's the one. Or you can uh, email us uh, at the the Space Jam Continuum at gmail dot com. You can, and also though, we're on Facebook. Yeah, there's well. a there's a there's Facebook a little chat group on the yeah. Facebook. You can find. Just yeah. search the Space Jam Continuum. You'll probably find the symbol and us. You know, come and have a chat. Yeah. We'd love to hear what your, what your thoughts are. Yeah, we would. On the tunes and on our own, you know, nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good. Yeah. So join us next week. Yeah. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.